I decided today to take you on the road with me. Why? Because I have a little bit of time to kill and I don't see the point in going back to the house. I'm trying to conserve my energy because I don't know what in the heck my body's going to do. Now, follow me here. This might be a two-parter. Now, last night, my husband decided it was time for us to start working on the fence. We had a privacy fence. He put it up 15 years ago when Bubby was first born. And the people next door haven't really kept up with their side of the yard. And a tree started growing into our fence. And it slowly pushed our fence over. We couldn't quite figure out what was going on. So my husband realized that there was a tree growing into our fence. So we just said, let's take it down. And we've been setting aside the money and let's go ahead and get it started. So he did all the things yesterday, you know, took care. Remember I stayed in the bed and now he's going to sit there and work on the fence. He won't let me pull any of the weeds. You know, you can't, what are you going to do? Pull something out of your body, you know, while you're pulling a weed, because these are like weeds that have grown roots that are now forming little trees, right? So we need to pull these up. Well, I'm watching him last night. He wants me to keep him company. And while I'm keeping him company, I am feeling my body, the best way I can describe it, that quadratus lumborum, which is right behind that transverse abdominus. And I know you'll get tired of me saying it, but I feel like it's crunching up in a ball and my left side is shortening. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a miserable feeling. And the whole time we're sitting there and I'm just talking to him, trying to keep him company. And I'm feeling it like minute by minute by minute by minute from the Doobie Brothers was going through my head because that's what was happening to my body. Minute by minute. I won't sing too much anymore, but I couldn't help myself. I could feel my body shrinking, scrunching, and it was driving me nuts because I couldn't help my husband. I wasn't being much of a conversationalist because the music was playing and I'm feeling my body minute by minute. And I'm going, oh my goodness. And I have to be able to take my son to school tomorrow, go to my physical therapy appointment, go to my fascial remodeling appointment, and then go get this contact taken out of my eye and pick my son up on top of doing paperwork. I've got so much paperwork to do, and I'm never seeming to do it. I move it from room to room, just like Bertram, but it doesn't do much. He sucks. I just, I guess I suck too, but just not doing it. So, as I'm watching my husband, and I'm feeling my body collapsing, and it's, it's not the collapsing that I used to feel. It's, a, it's now honestly feeling like my muscle, that quadratus lumborum, is bunching up. That's exactly what it feels like. It's just nodding up. And it's getting to the point that I am not going to be able to cook dinner. And so now he's done everything all day, done this. And I'm thinking, how can I be able to get up in the morning? I've got to be able to do all of these errands. I don't know how in the world I'm going to do it all. Because today, what did I do? Or this was yesterday. Well, no, this was yeah yesterday. Today, what did I do? I woke up and went right back to sleep. I can't do that tomorrow. I have to be available for my son and my husband. I can't go down. So I had very little sleep because I think I was really worrying about it. It was, it was, I, I go from doing absolutely nothing to all of a sudden having a full day. It's a full day of appointments, but still, nonetheless, it's a lot for somebody that doesn't seem to do much. So I get up, I get my son to school and I'm like, 
I've got time. I'm going to go back home and sit down for a few minutes before I have my physical therapy appointment. Well, right now, I just finished my physical therapy appointment. And when I went in, I was crying because the pain was so bad on the left side. And I was just, I was so frustrated because I'm doing the daggone exercises as minimal as they may be. I'm doing the exercises. This woman just rode by looking at me. I'm just talking to myself, lady. <laughs> so I'm telling Cindy, I don't feel right. You know, I'm doing the exercises and I'm pulling and you know, what's the end result going to be? Is this going to get any better? And when you talk with someone that doesn't have this illness, the first thing they always say is, well, just look where you were before and look where you are now. Well, yes, I understand that I wasn't walking two years ago. I understand that I wasn't talking, but that doesn't make it any easier when you see your husband breaking his back to do the outside work and the inside work for the house and doing all the errands and bringing home the bacon while you sit there and feel your body bunching up and balling up in a knot. And so I think there was a part of me that was just being overcome with the pain. Does that make any sense? So just kind of overcome with the pain and then on top of the fact of maybe feeling sorry for myself, maybe that's kind of what I was doing, you know, and then to tell somebody and I'm like, you know what, I'm just not going to explain anything to her because it, you know, yes, it's true. Look at where you were two years ago, but it just seems ridiculous that two years into this recovery is kind of what I'm looking at it. I thought I might be a little bit further. I feel like remodeling all my fascia, like fashionly speaking, I'm great, but I think that was keeping me, <laughs> that's what was holding me all together until it was just holding me to where I couldn't move. So now that all the fascia has been released, now my pelvis wants to constantly turn in and that's what I'm feeling is the pain. So I never felt that before because my body was so out of alignment. So when I went in and I was seeing Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman, love her. I was lying down. She goes, now I want you to scoot about an inch to the left. And I said, but well, that makes me crooked. And she goes, no, you're crooked now. And I'm like, no. And she said, yes. I said, no way. And she's like, yes, you are. I said, okay. So she gets me to scoot over. She goes, I'm going to, you're, you're, you're in a flare. Your right side is turning in. And your left side is bunching up. And I said, okay. And I didn't want to mention the next thing because I thought she would think I was crazy. Because I've been feeling something that feels like, you know when you get a fish from the store and you put the fish in a bag of water and you're holding it and it's flopping and you feel it flop, flop. Well, that's what my left side feels like it's doing. It's not gas. It feels like there's a fish on my left side flipping and flopping in my visceral fascia. See, I'm education, educational here too. So I'm feeling this fish on my left side. And as she's like doing a little bit of myofascial release and she realigned me a little bit and got my pelvis out of the flare, she went, did you feel that? I said, yes, I did. <laughs> 
I said, it's like a fish in my belly. It's not gas. She goes, no, it's not. <laughs> she said, it's your muscle, the nerves. She said, your, your wiring is off, which I'm sure we already knew that about me, right? My wiring's a bit off. I'm a bit off anyway, but my wiring is off. So the nerves are going crazy because my body is being put into proper position. My sacrum, my pelvis, you know, we're preventing the flares and my body's going, uh, 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 I want to go back to where I was comfortable, which is so uncomfortable for me now. And so I am elated at this point. I stopped and got me some toast. <laughs> Because I said, I'm, rather than go back home, 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 rather than go back home and interrupt Emma and Ella, it's easier. I'm like, I'm closer to my next appointment if I just sit here and chat with y'all for a minute and then head down the road and eat me some toast. And I took a picture and I sent it to Lily in Birmingham. And that's in the UK because she and I send pictures of food back and forth because if not, I wouldn't eat and and that's embarrassing to admit but I just I don't think about it I don't want to eat I don't feel like eating I hurt I hurt all the daggone time and you know and I was so bummed this morning and tears were just welling up because that knotted up pain that I normally get at the end of the day was starting off this morning. So I'm like, how much time am I going to have? I'm already starting in the deficit here. If I'm getting up and I have this issue, then what in the world am I going to do the rest of the day? And so I'm hoping that this fascia appointment, well, maybe I can, now that I can point out some certain areas, maybe I can get a little bit more of a release uh, in these areas because it honestly... It is just, it's just a tightness and I'm feeling it. And that's what's happening all day long. So I'm curious if that happens to you, if you feel that. So yes, I am sitting in the Walmart parking lot. I got a little bit of shade and I said, I'll sit there. And I did, I splurged. I got a large soda pop, not a Route 44, but I got a large because that was like a dollar and I can handle a dollar and I can handle a little bit of caffeine and my two pieces of Texas toast because that's what I like to get plain and simple. And it was all I could do to eat this two pieces of bread. I mean, I just have no appetite, but I was so happy because I realized, oh my God, this is why we don't want to do anything half the time. We're in pain. Even, and, and you're probably like, Christy, yeah, we do that. You're not enlightening. You know, there's nothing new here. No flash news break here. But what I mean is we're, we're always hurting to a point that we've learned to live with it like it's acceptable pain. Like, eh, I'm supposed to be hurting. And then it gets to the point that you become like in permanent bitch mode because you're always hurting and it's just not going to get any better. And so you can't focus. You can't get things done. 
because you can't get rid of the pain. But the thing is, there's nothing you can do to get rid of the pain. So you know the pain is just going to get worse. So for me, that's that vicious circle and the vicious cycle that I've created for myself. Now, I wish I was able to go home right now and continue my work. But we'll just have to see if this if this progression continues. We have to see how badly this fascial remodeling appointment is going to kill me before I get home and able to take a shower and get my son and, and, and all of that to see how I'm going to manage. But when she pulled my left hip out and my pelvis got a little bit more relaxed and then I felt my body straightening up I was now finally able to feel proper posture. So now the pain that I am having is because my body has been put into proper posture and it is saying no. And when she worked on the quadratus lumbardum, lumbardi, whatever, she worked on that big muscle in my back. You know what I'm talking about. It was a hurt so good, and I just was like, push harder. Just get it over with. Just She's like, I could probably spend 10 to 15 minutes. She said, but the thing is, though, it's releasing. But that is a relief I have not been able to get in two years. And I know I mentioned it the other day, and I seemed to lose sight of that because I was overwhelmed with all the work my husband was doing and all the work that I wasn't doing. Now, the house is still dusty. I'm debating on whether to hire somebody to, to do that or not, but it didn't work out well for me before, and it's just another expense. And if I can keep up, you know, help him with the laundry, and we've got Bertram, and, you know, I do have my son. Not that I'm trying to make him be a workhorse, but, I mean, he can contribute. I need to accept that I have to get better and it's killing me three times a week for physical therapy is killing me like mentally and that's embarrassing to admit that is just so embarrassing to admit that I I I worry about getting there I mean I've scheduled all the appointments at 8 a.m. with the exception of one because somebody already had that appointment but I'm scheduled to the end of June at 8 o'clock every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I figure if it's first thing in the morning, then I can come home and regroup and be good to go. But if I wait until the middle of the day or anything like that, it's just not going to work for me. But it is mentally hard. And even though they're only isometric exercises, they are hard to do. And they take a lot out of my body on top of trying to regularly be able to breathe. So at first, I was thinking the podcast is going to be, you know, crying because I'm upset and I'm not feeling any relief, not going to feel any better. But when I walked out of physical therapy, I'm still hurting, but not as badly. But with the purpose and the understanding that I am working towards an end result. 
I am not going to have to go three times a week forever. That, there goes that little that little goldfish. That's I figure. I just got a goldfish in my abdomen. That's just the way I'm gonna. That's that to make it fun for me. That's it. I got a goldfish in my belly, and it's just fluttering. And to have somebody tell you that the nerves are messed up, and your your brain is misfiring, and your body is not understanding what to do, because we're constantly correcting it. It was the validation that I needed. It was the kick in the pants that I needed to not burst into tears because of what I couldn't do. Now I'm really hoping I get through this fascial remodeling appointment with flying colors. And I'm hoping to get home and take a shower. Go get this daggone contact lens out of my eye. And then go get my son. Then we're going to see how the rest of the day goes. I plan on implementing some paperwork. But tomorrow I have nothing. I have nothing scheduled and I have to keep it that way. I had interviews planned that I've been trying to do. And I just had to actually take a step back. And Annette, Annette Vliegen, she is going to be joining us. She's writing a book on medical gaslighting. And she came up with something that was just so cute. I think it's a Dutch saying. You know, sometimes, you know, we put a little bit too much hay on the fork. And I've done that. I've overhayed my fork. And I'm thinking, I'm going to try to make a difference. But we are. We are going to make more awareness about this illness. And we're going to get, get more people involved because Cindy Hartman, Cindy Hartman, She's only worked with a few EDS patients. So she's finding me quite fascinating, which is interesting. She's like, you're a puzzle. You're a puzzle. And uh, I, I just, I know what, I, it, this is just so interesting for me. And I'm so glad that she finds it interesting because she's wanting to make me better. She's not telling me she's a genius, see her once a week, and then sending me on my way. She's literally correcting my posture three times a week. And now I'm trying not to cry. Because this is painful. This, it sucks that what we have hurts so badly. But then the repairing of it is an arduous task. Is that the right word? Arduous? I want to sound smart. I blew that one, right? That is not going anywhere. But I'm hoping to stay positive. I can stay positive. You can stay positive. We can all make a difference and make changes together. And I just feel, again, validated. I need to probably learn a new word. That someone felt my muscles fluttering and, and they were able to explain it to me. They didn't push me off and say it was in my head. Do you know how many doctors have looked at me like I was crazy when I would say, I feel I'm collapsing. And then it's like, I feel like my body is bunching up. And to have somebody understand, wow, that's half the battle. That's what I was saying. 50% is acceptance and and understanding, and I feel like the more I understand my body, that's the purpose of the sort of uh, the the 
a personal trainer certification. So, oh my gosh, that's a big B. My windows are shut. Good. So, I want to learn how to use my body properly and then to learn more about muscles so I can say some annoying Latin uh, words that sound like Harry Potter. I'm making a, I don't know, a wizard spell or something. But I was totally bummed. Totally bummed. And I'm still upset that I can't do everything that I used to. But I feel like I'm getting answers now. And I'm looking at compression pants because somebody had recommended them to me. And I want to... What's the oddest thing? I'm just going to ask you. I don't really know much about this Facebook. But this person's been contacting me and she's been leaving me messages and things like that. So I messaged her back and she's the one that told me about these compression pants. And then the next thing I know, I get a message from Facebook user, no longer her name and a link for the pants. And then she's like made herself unavailable. I guess she blocked me or whatever. So I went ahead and took her off the groups because that's what I was told. You know, when somebody makes themselves unavailable, then you need to take them off because, you know, they're not making themselves you know, they're not following the rules of the group or whatever. So I'm trying to follow down the, the torch that was passed down to me or whatever. But it just, I don't understand it. I was like, you kept contacting me. Why would you block me? But anyway, I'm very grateful to this person because she mentioned compression pants. And I thought, you know what? It would be nice to have my 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 stomach pushed in and my rear end pushed in and to feel that. And I made a, a, a post about it. There's that little fluttering. Made that little post about it on Facebook. And other people have mentioned it. Like compression stockings and stuff like that. And I just never thought of it. So that is why I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'm so grateful for the groups. Because I'm learning. Now maybe I can get those fancy ones that make my rear end look real super hot. You know. Because I don't have much of a fanny anymore. And so... If I could get those ones that make my bum look good, I think we'll be in good shape. Well, it's about time for me to head down the road for my fascial remodeling appointment. So, this will be part one of On the Road. We'll see if we do a part two. Who knows? But I just thought I'd take a few minutes and share. And, again, follow us on Spotify if you can. And thank you already if you do. And thank you so much for sharing your time every day. I sincerely appreciate you being here. <sighs> now, let's see how long I can keep this muscle from being bunched up so I can stay up just as long as I possibly can. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.